This program is sponsored by The Truth Will Set You Free and Calvary Chapel Aventura. For more information, you can go to calvaryaventura.com. And hello, everyone, and welcome to The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy Edition. I'm Vic Batista, along with Evangelist Nathan Jones, Web Minister for Lamb and Lion Ministry. Today's subject matter will be that of the Day of the Lord. For those who would like to call in with questions or comments during this program, our local phone number is 305-992-9537. Again, that's 305-992-9537. Or you can also text in your questions or comments when the lines are open. But before we begin, I would like to ask my good friend Nathan if he will open us up with a word of prayer. I'd love to, Vic. Uh, Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for the opportunity to share the gospel, Lord, to share the good news with the people who are listening in so that they might know, Lord, that you want us to know the future. You want us to know what's happened. So, Lord, that we can get our lives, our souls, our hearts ready for your return, Lord. We want to live with you forever. And, uh, Lord, we just pray you'll bless this conversation and bless all those who are listening in. In your precious name, amen. Amen. And before we begin, I also would like to once again remind you that lines will be open towards the end of the program, 305-992-9537. Please uh, jot that down. Also, for those of you that would like to get a hold of us during the week, you can do so here via the station, twave.org, and simply go into the contact section or by going to vicbatista.org, also there in the contact section, and let us know how we may serve you. Also, we would like to encourage you to stay tuned to the weekly programs here, such as the Pastor's Perspective at 12 noon, as well as the House of Prayer. And also during the week, tune in for the Ladies' Conferences from Calvary Chapel Ladies' Conferences at 9 a.m. And of course, 10 a.m., some wonderful programs as well. And on Saturdays, the Open Mic at 12 noon and also 1 p.m. in Spanish. So please stay tuned to those programs and let us know how we might be able to serve you here at T-Wave. And well, normally, I have a few Calvary Chapel pastors joining me here for the Calvary Chapel School of Ministry Radio Edition. But today I'm so excited to introduce my good friend Nathan Jones with Lamb and Lion Ministry as we will talk about the Day of the Lord. Nathan, thank you for being on the program. Oh, it's an honor. Thank you so much for having me on, Pastor Vic. It's always a joy to have you on, and we have to uh, do this more often. It's been a while, Nathan, since we've been on the radio together. Yes, it has been too long. I enjoy our conversations on the radio together. Amen. And of course, Nathan, I wanted to just uh, give a little bit of opportunity. If you will, please, uh, just for our listening audience, fill us in on your ministry, your contact information, and maybe some wonderful events that might be coming up. Sure thing. Uh, I serve at Lamb and Lion Ministries. We're outside of uh, the Dallas, Texas area. And uh, our ministry is a Bible prophecy teaching ministry, teaching about the soon return of Jesus Christ. And uh, you can find us pretty much uh, mostly as our web uh, site, lamblion.com. But through that, you get to see our TV show. Now, if you have Daystar or Church Channel, anything like that, you can see Christ in Prophecy with Dr. David Reagan, who's our founder and director of this ministry. And uh, I get to co-host on the show as well. And we teach people with the God's prophetic word, the 31% of the Bible that talks about the end times, about what God plans on doing. He loves, that's what I love, Vic, God loves to tell us what he plans, and we can read that in the Bible and know what the future has to say uh, concretely. No astrologers or astronomy <laughs> or anything like none of that nonsense. It's just the Word of God telling us what God wants us to know about the Amen. Bible, and that's what we do. We hear, and I am the web minister and associate evangelist here at Lamb and Lion. So my responsibility is reaching out to two billion plus people who are out there on the internet and share the gospel with them, and, and that's what I do here at Lamb and Lion. So check us out, 
Lamb Lion, L-A-M-B, L-I-O-N.com. You can find out information. You can watch our TV show, listen to podcasts, read articles, and also find out about our big conference, July 11 through 12th. Uh, the topic is America's Spiritual Crisis, and uh, we'll be holding that here in Dallas if people want to come to Dallas, but we'll also be live streaming it all over the world. So wherever you're at, you can listen in and, and you can watch even. You can watch from our website, lamblion.com, the conference. But we'd love to have you come and attend as well in person. Super exciting, Nathan. Super exciting. We're also excited because we've been airing the Lamb and Lion programs here at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, and it's just been amazing. Uh, the the wonderful messages there on apologetics, and and I think it's just awesome what God is doing with your ministry. So I thank you so much for being part of the program and also the work that Dr. Reagan is doing there with the Lamb and Lion ministry. And I'm so looking forward to the future and what the Holy Spirit has in store uh, for your wonderful ministry. And of course, Nathan, uh, today's topic is that, of course, of the day of the Lord, as we look at 2 Peter uh, chapter 3, verses uh, 10 through 14. And I wanted to ask you, Nathan, if you would uh, maybe read those uh, that passage for us. Sure. That is a fantastic passage about the day of the Lord. It, it covers a lot of it. It's kind of a broad brush stroke about what the day of the Lord is, but I'll go ahead and read it, and I'll, I'll be doing it in the New International Version, Yes, starting in verse 10. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire in the earth, and everything done in it will be laid bare. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming. That day will bring about the destruction of the heavens by fire, and the elements will melt in the heat. But in keeping with his promise, we're looking forward to a new heaven, and a new earth where righteousness dwells. So then, dear friends, since you are looking forward to this, make every effort to be found spotless, blameless, and at peace with Him. Mm, man, what an incredible passage. And Nathan, I this is so good that we're going to be covering this passage because there's a lot of confusion when it comes uh, to the day of the Lord. And I wanted for you to clarify for us, maybe talk to us a little bit about this passage, and especially here on the day of the Lord. Certainly, certainly. Well, the day of the Lord is one of the most often top, spoke about topics, especially in the Old Testament. You can find the prophetic books like Isaiah, Ezekiel, Joel, Amos, Zephaniah, Zechariah, Malachi, all these different prophets talked about the day of the Lord, and you can find it all in the New Testament too, not just here in Second Peter, but Acts 2.20 and First Thessalonians 5.2 and uh, Philippians 1.10. They all talk about this day of the Lord. Now, what is the day of the Lord? Uh, Ezekiel 38 uh, talks specifically, it doesn't call it just the day of the Lord, but the latter years or the last days. And Jeremiah 30, verse 7, calls it the time of Jacob's trouble. So we know that the day of the Lord is the last years, the last days, before Jesus returns in a second coming. Jesus promised that he would return, but before he returns, the earth will face seven of the worst years in human history. Mm. And those seven years are the day of the Lord. Another term for that is the tribulation. So going forward, Pastor Vic, I'll probably just call this the tribulation because it's easier to say. Yeah. So this this seven-year tribulation that Daniel and the other prophets talked about, where the Lord will pour down his wrath upon the sin of this world. Now, you know, Vic, it seems like the world's getting worse and worse and worse, and people are yes. calling out, Lord, where are you? Why aren't you dealing with the murders and the deaths and the political corruption and the immorality that's growing and growing? Well, the Lord has promised that he will deal with sin, because not only is he God of love, he's a God of justice. So the time is coming when the Lord will deal with that sin, and that's what the tribulation is about. The Lord promises 
that he will take the church, those of us who have accepted Jesus as Savior, that we will not have to face that wrath, that wrath of God, Amen. and we will be out of here. Uh, kind of like if you think about Noah. Noah and his family were taken out of this earth before God put the wrath on it and destroyed the world for its sins. The tribulation, this day of the Lord, is just like that. It is God's wrath upon the world, and the Christian is exempt from having to endure God's wrath. So Amen. the seven-year tribulation that's coming on the earth has three purposes. First purpose is that, like I said, the Lord needs to deal with sin. Sin cannot continue to go on increasing and multiplying and destroying people like it does. Uh, two, and this is why in Jeremiah 30, verse 7, it's called the time of Jacob's trouble. God has done one of the greatest miracles in history, Vic. He's taken a, a people group, the Jews, who have been dispersed from the land for almost 2,000 years, and he's brought them back into yes. their own country. He's given them their land again. They've restored the land. they brought Hebrew back as a language. They have a military that's one of the top ten militaries in the world, and the Lord is gathering them back a second time in unbelief. But again, they still don't believe in God, or in morally. I think 90% of them are, are pretty much humanists at this point. But they definitely don't accept Jesus, Yeshua, as their Savior. Right. So the tribulation will be the whole world against the Jews. Now, as we follow the news, we see that anti-Semitism, that hatred of the Jews, is growing and growing and growing, yeah. almost to the point where it's just like it was before the Nazi Holocaust of the Jews. And the tribulation will, sadly, terribly, be the second Holocaust of the Jews. God has to bring people down to their knees mm. before they'll call out to him and ask for forgiveness and, and ask for salvation. And so the second purpose of the tribulation is to bring a remnant of the Jews. One-third of the Jews of the world will be left. There's about 12 million, so about just a, a third of them, we know, will be left to survive the tribulation, and they will call out to God, God, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. They'll call out, oh, Lord, come back. We give our lives to you. And many Amen. people during the tribulation will as well. And the third purpose and final purpose of the tribulation is that Jesus is coming back to rule and reign on this earth. Uh, he's going to set up his millennial kingdom, his 1,000-year kingdom. That, this, the day of the Lord is the end of human history, where it gets so bad that all the world leaders turn over control of their countries to a one-world leader whom the Bible calls the Antichrist, and he will rule uh, like a, the worst dictator in human history, and uh, there'll be a lot of death and destruction. That's why, uh, as we read in Second Peter 3, it talks about the destructions of the heavens and the fire and the elements melting. Yeah. But we do know that at the end of that tribulation, the Lord will restore the earth. Uh, those who have accepted him as Savior during the tribulation will live Amen. on into this millennial kingdom. We Christians who have been raptured will have our glorified and heavenly bodies. Hallelujah. We'll get to serve. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm looking forward to an upgrade, man. <laughs> I really am. And we'll live in this, and it, it says that Jesus will rule from Jerusalem, uh, King David will be restored to this throne, and the whole world will know peace wow. and righteousness and justice with Jesus as King, and you and I, Brother Vic, and all we were going to be uh, administrators and teachers Hallelujah. Lord throughout the Millennial Kingdom, and the world will know peace and righteousness like it never has before. So, you know, I don't know about you, but if you've woken up in the morning, you know, just before the dawn, and it's so dark at that time of day, the tribulation is like it. It's like that dark part of the, the night, the darkest before you get the morning dawn. And the tribulation is the darkest time in human history, 
but it's just before the dawn, when Jesus returns to defeat Satan, defeat the Antichrist and his false prophet, defeat all the evil in the world, Amen. and set up his kingdom on earth. That is super cool. And you know, Nathan, and that, that we share this, uh, this passage here regarding the day of the Lord, but the reality is that God also has a plan for humanity, right, Nathan? Because there in 2 Peter 3, verse 9, he says, the, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So there's still a window of opportunity, right, Nathan? Oh, definitely. And, you know, I think that's, that is the key verse for explaining why in the world it seems like God is just sitting on the sidelines watching, because he's not. That, like, like the verse 9 says, the Lord is patient. The Lord wants to give every opportunity mm. to people to ask for forgiveness of their rebellion against him, their sin, and accept Jesus as their Savior, to be saved from the punishment of eternal death, which Amen. is hell. And that's what the Lord is holding out. Now, we don't want anyone to have to live into the tribulation. It is the worst time period in human history. There are 21 judgments that God is going to release upon the earth. And I tell you, man, between the wars, the pestilence, the famine, the diseases, the death, the suffering, just in the first year, half the human population, half, we're talking about three and a half billion people wow. died during this tribulation. The ecology of the world is destroyed. The waters become, by the end, undrinkable. The nations of the world collapse. The systems collapse. It's, every evil is allowed because God's restraining hand is pulled back, and people are allowed to live out any sin they want. It's going to be the worst time in human history. We don't want anyone to have to go through that that's time right. period. So that's right. That's why the Lord is being patient. He's waiting to the very last second before his anger is so built up that he finally has to act in justice and deal with sin. That's right. And you know what, Nathan, what a wonderful word of encouragement, because maybe there's someone tuning in out there, and uh, they're new to this concept of the day of the Lord, and they don't know the Lord, but there is still time for them to turn, to repent, and to call on the name of Jesus, because those that call on the name of the Lord uh, will be saved. So, Nathan, I'm just going to go ahead and leave the lines open. Maybe someone is tuned in. They might have a question for you or a comment. just want to give out that number once again. Again, you are tuned in. Uh, with Nathan Jones and I'm Vic Batista. We're talking about the day of the Lord here on twave.org. Our local phone number, if you have a question or a comment, uh, call us at 305-992-9537. 305-992-9537. You can call or even text us in your questions or comments. So Nathan, uh, again, this is a very important passage because, you know, the Bible also tells us here in Second Peter that there are those that will be coming, scoffers saying, well, where is his coming, right, Nathan? There in verse four, would you be able to read for us there, um, verse four, uh, Nathan, in Second uh, Peter three? Sure. Uh, let's start with verse three. Above all, you must understand that in the last days, scoffers will come, scoffing and following their own evil desires. They will say, "Where is this coming?" He promised. Ever since our ancestor dies, everything goes on as it has been since the beginning of creation. Now, that's the thing about Bible prophecy, Vic, is that even though God tells us how the history is going to end, right. and how he's going to set up his kingdom and rule and reign, people are like, ah, you know, Jesus was 2,000 years ago, <laughs> and it's been, it's been too, he's not coming back. <laughs> but you know, Vic, and this is the wonderful thing about God, he keeps his promises 100% oh, of the time. Sure thing. Good afternoon. Any question or comment? I bless the Lord, and uh, I thank you for having him, Nathan, on, uh, and I just want to say, ask the Lord, I mean, ask Nathan, 
that uh, the coming of the Lord, he said, I will come in a moment in a twinkling of an eye. And what does that verse mean? Yeah. And, and your name again, please? Gwen Knox. Gwen Knox. Okay, awesome. Nathan, were you able to catch that question? Sure, Gwen. You asked about what the twinkle of an eye meant when the Lord returns. Uh, certainly. Oh, yes, Gwen, uh, you can correct? just, uh, Nathan is answering that for you. If you tuned in, you can just continue to listen in. Go ahead, Nathan. Okay. Uh, the Lord explains this event that's happening. It's called the rapture of the Church. It's where before uh, the tribulation comes on this world, that Jesus comes back in the clouds. He comes and He takes everyone who's accepted as in a Savior, and we'll call them the Church, everyone from Pentecost up to the day He returns, and He takes them off this earth and brings them up to heaven. Now, that particular verse in 1 Thessalonians, Thessalonians 4 and 1 Corinthians 15 talks about what the rapture's like. And when the rapture comes, it's going to happen like, a, like that, like a snap. It's going to happen just immediately in the twinkle of an eye, so fast, you're here one second, you're gone the next. And it happens really quickly. We know that as we are being raptured up to heaven, our bodies change. We get our eternal, glorified bodies. And just before that happens, just in that twinkle of an eye, those who have died in Christ over the last 2,000 years, they will be resurrected, and they'll get their glorified bodies, too. And so we'll be with Jesus up in heaven for uh, that whole tribulation time period. We'll spend it with the Lord. He's going to have a great party called the Wedding Supper of the Lamb. Uh, he's going to give out uh, judgments on based on our works here on earth, so for rewards. They, we'll get our rewards for our works done here on earth. And we'll be with Jesus as he prepares to come back at the end of the tribulation for his second coming. We are the armies that follow Jesus back to this earth as Jesus conquers his enemies. Amen. So, I recommend checking out 1 Thessalonians 4 and 1 Corinthians 15 and reading up on the rapture, or go to our website at landline.com, put rapture in the search, and you can find more information about it. Excellent. Thank you, Nathan. Thank you, Gwen. That was a great question. And of course, our lines are still open. Uh, feel free to interrupt us at any time and call us back and we would love to answer your questions. If the lines are busy, you can always leave us your information and we would love uh, to get back to you. So great, great uh, uh, questions. And uh, thank you, uh, Nathan. Great answer. We know that the Lord uh, is coming back and there's always been scoffers. And Nathan, you were filling us in. Uh, 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 the people keep saying that, but the word of God is true, right, Nathan? And it will come to pass. Yes. Uh, the, you know, there's 500 verses in the Old Testament and 1 in 25 verses in the New Testament that talk about Jesus' return. Now, in the Bible, 109 specific prophecies were fulfilled by Jesus coming his first time. So if we know that 100% of Jesus' promise about his first coming came true, we can be 100% sure about Jesus' second coming, that that will come true as well. Amen. Amen. Great point, Nathan. And of course, you know, we're talking about this incredible subject, the day of the Lord. And, and some people, it's scary for them, right, Nathan? Because, I mean, they're, they're, some people are not well-versed in the Bible, and some are like, man, what, is this really going to happen? But we're saying that there's still time for people to turn to the Lord, that doors are still open. God has a plan for humanity. He loves you. And if you don't know the Lord personally, uh, He wants you to just call on the name of the Lord. And also, Nathan, if someone is tuned in and maybe they don't have a personal relationship, relationship with the Lord, uh, they're a little bit fearful, um, how would you be able to encourage them to start the relationship with Him? Well, I would encourage you to, to surrender your life to the Lord. I mean, you want to know God, you, you want to know true peace, and you want to get rid of that guilt of your sin. The Lord Jesus offers salvation. He did that by dying on the cross for you. He gave His life as payment for the punishment. 
you were the one who's supposed to die. I was the one who was supposed to die. But Jesus died on our behalf. And when we accept that gift and we believe it in faith, then Jesus' forgiveness comes on us, and then we are made new inside. The mm. Holy Spirit comes to live in us, and then we are guided by the Christ, and we now are heirs of the promises that Jesus gave, that we will be exempt from the wrath to come, that we are forgiven, we're loved by the Lord, and we'll get to live with Him in heaven, which will actually, as Second uh, Peter reads, the Lord will reform this earth, and heaven will come down to earth as the new Jerusalem, and that will be your eternal city where we will live forever. And I recommend anybody read Revelation 21 and 22 to get to know what our future home is like. And you can have that promise of the Lord by just in your heart praying, Dear Jesus, please forgive me of my sins and be my Savior, and the Lord will forgive you. He'll transform you, and you'll have a new life and walk with Him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, Nathan. What a wonderful word of encouragement, because, of course, the know, knowing that the Lord is coming soon, I think, uh, Nathan, we also notice that the, our lifestyles should change, right, Nathan? We should live a certain way, because I, when you read there in Second Peter 3, uh, verse 13, right? Uh, one of the things, that, uh, verse 14, one of the encouragement there is the Bible says, Therefore, beloved, looking forward to these things, be diligent to be found in him in peace, without spot, and without blameless. Uh, Nathan, can you uh, uh, expound on that uh, uh, for our listeners? Sure. I think we've all been kids at one time, and you remember you either getting your hand in the cookie jar or breaking a window or something <laughs> like that, and all of a sudden your parents walked in, and they caught you in the act, and you looked up, you're like, what? You know, you had that look on your face that every parent recognizes in their kids. How is the Lord going to find you when He comes back, when He comes back to rapture the church? How will He find you? Will you be living a life that's blameless and spotless, as Second Peter says? Or will he find you engaged in things that he would just break his heart to find you how you're destroying your life with different sin? Mm. So give your life to Jesus Christ, and in doing so, make him Lord of your life. Set him up so that, that you want to live a life that pleases the Lord, and that means staying away from sin. Get out of that pornography. Stop lying. You know, get out of the gambling halls. Yes. Do the, don't do the things that will destroy your life but do the things that please the Lord. And, and while you're doing that, share the gospel with as many people as possible, because the Lord's coming back, and we want people to accept Jesus and be saved and, and go to heaven as well. Amen. Excellent, excellent. Thank you so much, Nathan. What a wonderful word of encouragement. Well, we have about three minutes left to the program. Our lines are still open if you would like to call us in with a question or comment or text in your question or comment as well for Nathan Jones or myself. The phone number here locally is 305-992-9537. Again, it's 305-992-9537. You can call us now or send us a text message. And of course, if the lines are busy, we will get back to you, even if it's off air. So Nathan, what a wonderful encouragement. You know, we're also called to live lives that are pleasing to the Lord. And especially as believers, as, as we see the days are approaching, uh, what, a, what a, an encouragement for us to be found busy about the Lord's business. And Nathan, as we get ready to close in the next few minutes, anything else to encourage our listeners or to add as we talk about the day of the Lord? Sure. One of the things about being a believer in Christ is we can grasp hold of the promise of 1 Thessalonians 5.4, which goes, But you, brothers, are not in darkness, so that this day should surprise you like a thief. You know, for the unbelieving world, when the day of the Lord comes and the rapture just before that, they're going to be surprised. They'll be like, yeah. what just happened? 
but as believers in Christ, we have the Bible that tells us that we don't have to fear the future because we have a great future ahead of us. The Lord will take us up to heaven, we'll spend eternity with Him, and it'll be a wonderful thing. So get in your Bible, get to know God's Word, because His Word is a lamp to your life, and it guides you, and so you understand the future, and that that gives us hope. Christians have hope. Amen. And you know, Nathan, that is so true, as you mentioned to us. I mean, we look at the world around us and all the things that are happening, and it's just tragic, and it's yeah. sad, and sometimes people lose hope, but there, there is always hope, right, Nathan, when one turns to Christ and to His Word? Oh, amen. The Lord is all about giving hope and love. He died so that we'd have hope <laughs> and His love, and we should, we should grab hold of that hope and accept it in faith and give our lives to Jesus Christ. Because that's the only way to have true life is through Jesus Christ. That's right. That's right. That is awesome. And, of course, we want to encourage those that are tuned in or even uh, off the air. If you need prayer, you can always give us a call, 305-992-9537. We would love to pray for you and also share with you how you can begin that wonderful relationship with uh, Jesus Christ. And, and Nathan, of course, we noticed that um, we have a wonderful promise there in um Second Peter 3, talking about the Lord, uh, uh, his promises that he is coming, he is coming soon, and we see many signs uh, all around us uh, of his coming. So uh, encouraging people to get ready uh, for his soon return. And of course, Nathan, I know this is a, a deep subject here, talking about the day of the Lord, uh, that tribulation period. But you also share with us how we might be able to escape that, and it's through a, relationship, a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And uh, Nathan, I want to thank you so much. Uh, can you believe it that our time already ran out, Nathan? Wow. Well, it is a very deep subject, so I recommend folks just go to lamblion.com and they can read up more and watch TV shows and episodes to learn more about the Day of the Lord and about uh, the rapture and about Jesus' salvation. Amen, amen. Thank you. And Nathan, thank you so much for being on the program. You know we're going to have to do part two, right? Amen, brother. I'm ready. <laughs> so That's right, and we'll let our listeners know. But of course, if you're tuned in, we thank you for tuning in to The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy Edition. We also want to encourage you, for those of you that speak Spanish, to stay tuned to the next segment of The Truth Will Set You Free in Spanish following uh, this program. Remember, you can always reach out to us here at twave.org by going to the contact section. Uh, let us know how we might be able to pray uh, for you, and also how we might be able to serve you. You can also go to vicbatista.org, likewise, there in the contact section, and uh, let us know how we may serve you. And of course, this program will repeat at Eastern Time, 6 o'clock today through 8 o'clock at night, and also 6 o'clock in the morning. For those of you that missed the program, uh, you can always uh, stay tuned in the evenings uh, and be part of the program. So we thank you for being part of this program. May the Lord bless you, and may the Lord keep you. Thank you for tuning in.
are listening to T-Wave, Calvary Chapel Spanish Radio. Los liberará. Yo soy Vic Batista, aquí con Nathan Jones, Web Minister de Lamb y Lion, el ministerio. En el día de hoy nosotros vamos a hablar de el día del de Señor. El día del Señor. La línea van a estar abierta. Para eso quieren llamarnos con su pregunta o su comentario. El teléfono es 305-992-9537. 305-992-9537. Y cuando la línea tenga abierta, nos encantaría que ustedes nos llamen a nosotros con cualquier pregunta que tengan. Pero antes de comenzar, nosotros vamos a orar bien rapidito. Padre, te damos gracias por esta oportunidad de notar tu palabra. Te pedimos, Dios, ahora que bendiga nuestro programa. Oro igualmente, Padre, por Nathan, que usted bendiga las palabras de sus labios. Gracias por el privilegio de poder compartir su palabra y en este tema tan importante, el Día del de Señor. Así que le damos gracias, Padre, por esa oportunidad. En el nombre de Jesús oramos. Amén. Amén. Bueno, y para eso que quieran comunicarse con nosotros, pueden hacerlo aquí en el 305-992-9537, que también queremos que se mantenga sintonizado a los programas de la semana como la Casa de Oración y también el micrófono abierto. Así que nos encantaría que ustedes se mantengan sintonizados para esos programas y también a las 10 de la mañana. Los programas eh, aquí de diferentes ministerios, igualmente a las 9 de la mañana, los programas de las mujeres de estudios de Calvary Chapel. Así que nos encantaría que usted se mantenga sintonizado para esos programas. Igualmente, si sí queremos compartir con ustedes que tenemos unos eventos especiales que queríamos compartir. Así que cualquier cosa pueden comunicarse con nosotros aquí en Calvary Chapel. Aventura, el teléfono 305-992-95. 305-992-9537. Y también queremos que ustedes, cualquiera cosa que necesiten, nos encantaría eh, servirle a ustedes. Bueno, normalmente nosotros estamos hablando aquí de la Escuela de Ministerio de Calvary Chapel, la edición de profecía bíblica. Pero hoy tengo un invitado especial, un buen amigo mío, que es Nathan Jones del Ministerio de Lamb and Lion Minister y él es el web minister con ese ministerio. Nathan, thank you so much for being part of the program today. It's always a pleasure to have you here. Oh, what a blessing to be here with you and your listening audience, Pastor Vic. Amen. Nathan nos dice que es un placer estar aquí con todo, todo ustedes. And of course, Nathan, I know God is doing some wonderful things uh, with Lamb and Lion Ministry, but I wanted to see maybe you can share some information for our listeners in case they want to be in contact with you and also tune into some of your programs. Le digo a Nathan que nos dé un poco de información de sus ministerios para eso que quieran sintonizarse y ser parte de algunos de sus programas. Well, Folks can find us on television with Daystar, Church Channel, and other networks. Lo pueden encontrar en la televisión con Daystar y otros networks. Our television program called Christ in Prophecy. La televisión se llama Cristo en la profecía. Dr. David Reagan, our founder and director, is the host, and I'm the co-host. El Dr. Reagan es el host, y Nathan es el co-host de sus programas. And you can find us on also on our website at lamblion.com. Y lo pueden ver en su sitio en el web, que es lambandlion.com. There you can find television programs, podcasts, articles. Ahí pueden encontrar artículos y podcasts de los diferentes programas. And you can even join our Facebook and other social networks. Y también pueden juntarse con ellos en Facebook y otras medias sociales. And uh, I'm my... 
myself am the web minister for Lamb and Lion Ministries. I reach out to the two billion plus people online with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Y él es el ministro en el web y le llega como a más de dos billones de personas en línea. Awesome. And Thank I'd like to invite everybody if they'd like to come out in July to our quieren, conference. Quieren invitarlos si quieren venir en julio para su conferencia. Which they can also watch online. We'll be live streaming it. Y pueden verlo en vivo, en línea, a, lo que van a, a la que van a mandarlo en vivo. Just come to lamblion.com for further information. Vayan a lamblion.com para más información. Excellent, Nathan. Muchas gracias, Nathan. And also, it's been a privilege to be able to air the Lamb and Lion programs here at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. The Apologetic Series is so awesome. Le digo a Nathan que... También es un placer poner sus programas aquí a las 10 de la mañana, especialmente eso de la apología, y es ha sido un placer. And Nathan, again, thank you so much for the wonderful information. Gracias por esa linda información. Oh, praise the Lord. Bueno, el tema de nosotros en el día de hoy es ese de El Día del Señor. En segunda de Pedro, capítulo 3, versículo 10 a 14. Of course, our topic today is that of the day of the Lord there in 2 Peter, chapter 3, verses 10 through 14. And uh, I'm going to ask Nathan if he will read us a, a verses um, 10 through 14, one verse at a time, and then I'll go ahead and translate those for our Spanish audience. Nathan nos lo va a leer a nosotros ese pasaje. En inglés, un versículo a veces, yo lo voy a traducir en español y después vamos a compartir. And then we'll share a little bit about the day of the Lord. So, Nathan, will you be able to do that for us? No puede hacer eso por nosotros. I'd be happy to. I'll be reading in the uh, New International Version. Y va a leer la Nueva Internacional. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire in the earth, and everything done in it will be laid bare. Mm. Pero el día del Señor, como ladrón en la noche, en el cual los cielos pasarán con gran estruendo y los elementos ardiendo serán deshechos, y la tierra y las obras que están en ella serán quemadas. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives. Pues que todas estas cosas han de ser deshechas, ¿cómo no debéis vosotros andar en santa piadosa manera de vivir? As you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming, That day will bring about the destruction of the heavens by a fire, and the elements will melt in the heat. Mm, esperando y apresurándonos para la venida del día de Dios, en el cual los cielos encendiéndose serán deshechos y los elementos siendo quemados se fundirán. But in keeping with His promise, we're looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth where righteousness dwells. Pero nosotros esperamos según promesas cielos nuevos y tierra nueva en los cuales mora la justicia. So then, dear friends, since you're looking forward to this, make every effort to be found spotless, blameless, and at peace with him. Mm. Por lo cual, oh amados, estando en espera de estas cosas, procura con diligencia ser hallados por él sin manchas y irreprensible en paz. Thank you so much, Pastor Nathan. Muchas gracias a Nathan. And of course, Nathan, for some people out there, maybe they're not familiar with the day of the Lord. And maybe you can share uh, for them regarding what exactly this is all about. Para alguna persona que tal vez no conocen lo que es el Día del Señor, Nathan va a compartir con nosotros un poco para darle más detalles. Certainly, certainly. Uh, the day of the Lord can be found all throughout the Old Testament. El, el, el Día del Señor se puede encontrar en el Antiguo Testamento. The prophets like Isaiah and Ezekiel and Joel and Amos all talked about the day of the Lord. El profeta como Ezekiel, Naaman, todo hablan de el día del Señor. Ezekiel 38 calls the day of the Lord the latter years or the last days. Ezekiel 38 no habla del día del Señor como los días de los últimos días. 
Now, the day of the Lord, as the New Testament talks about it, it can be found in Acts 2.20, 1 Thessalonians 5.2, and other verses. Ahora en el Nuevo Testamento se puede encontrar en Primera Tesalonicenses y también en otros libros en el Nuevo Testamento. En el Nuevo Testamento, el Día del Señor es la tribulación. The tribulation is seven years coming down to this earth where God is going to pour out his judgment against sin. Y la tribulación son siete años que Dios va a venir a este mundo y va a derramar la ira sobre el mundo entero. It's the end of human government on this earth. Va a ser el fin del gobierno de la humanidad en este mundo. Everything we know about how this world is today will come to an end during the day of the Lord. Todo lo conozcamos como este, este, día, este tiempo es, va a terminar en el día del Señor. The day of the Lord is the end of human history uh, in this age, but it's the birth of a new life with Jesus as King on this earth. Mm, va a ser el día de toda humanidad en este mundo, pero una vida nueva con Jesucristo como Rey. During the tribulation, there will be 21 judgments of God upon this earth. Durante la tribulación va a haber 21 juicios en este, en este mundo. Sometimes, when there's so much sin in the world, that God in his justice has to deal with sin. Como hay tanto pecado en este mundo, Dios siendo justo tiene que juzgar el pecado. And the tribulation is God finally dealing with the tremendous sin that's taking over the world. Y la tribulación es Jesús tiene que juzgar el gran pecado que está ocurriendo en el mundo entero. So that's the first purpose of the tribulation, for God to deal justly with sin. Y ese es el primer propósito de la tribulación para Dios justamente juzgar el pecado. The second purpose of the tribulation we find in Jeremiah 30 verse 7. El segundo propósito de la tribulación se encuentra en Jeremías capítulo 32, 30. 32, 30, Nathan? Uh, 30, verse 7. 30, versículo 7. Now, the day of the Lord of the tribulation in Jeremiah is called the time of Jacob's trouble. En el Antiguo Testamento nos dice que ese es el tiempo de la prueba de Jacob. The Lord is doing a miracle right now by regathering the Jews of the world back to Israel. Dios está haciendo un milagro ahora juntando a todos los judíos del mundo una vez más a Israel. No nation comes back to life again after being dead for 2,000 years. Ninguna nación ha regresado a vida después de estar dispersos por más de 2,000 años. Yet the Jewish people have kept their culture and traditions. Pero los judíos han mantenido su cultura y sus tradiciones. Amazing, increíble. They're back in Israel again with their own language. Hebrew is spoken again. The land is bountiful again. And they have one of the most powerful militaries in the world. Una vez más, han juntado a su tierra con su lenguaje de hebreos y tienen una de, de los ejércitos más poderosos del mundo entero. But they haven't given their hearts to God or his son, Jesus. Pero no se han entregado totalmente a su hijo y a Jesucristo. So the tribulation's second purpose is about bringing a remnant of the Jewish people to faith in Jesus Christ. Mm, el segundo propósito de la tribulación es para que los judíos vengan a fe a Jesucristo una vez más. Sometimes the life has to get so bad that we are on our knees and we finally accept God. We finally give our lives to Jesus. And that's what the tribulation will be for these people. Mm, y de vez en cuando la cosa tiene que ponerse tan peor que uno caiga en sus rodillas para aceptar a Dios. Y eso va a ser lo que va a ocurrir en el tiempo de la tribulación. The third purpose of the day of the Lord or the tribulation is for Jesus to come at the very end of it and 
y la tercera parte de la tribulación es para que Jesucristo venga aquí a reinar y tumbar todo el pecado y mal y reinar en los mil años del milenio. El anticristo que va a ser el líder del mundo entero va a ser tumbado por Jesucristo. And Jesus will set up a kingdom that knows nothing but peace and righteousness and justice. Y Jesucristo va a hacer un reino nuevo donde solamente se va a ver la justicia y lo bueno que Dios es. The people who accept Jesus during the tribulation will live into the millennial kingdom. La gente que aceptan a Jesucristo en la tribulación van a vivir para el milenio. And we, the church, believers in Christ, will have been raptured before the tribulation. Amen. Y nosotros los cristianos que hemos sido raptados antes de la tribulación, vamos a estar en el reino reinando con el Señor en nuestros nuevos cuerpos. Así que nosotros notamos que el día del Señor es para Jesucristo gobernar y Él trae el paz a este mundo y nosotros estar con Él reinando. Awesome. Qué chévere. Wow, Nathan, that is so cool. Eso es tan chévere. Uh, because we know that there's individuals out there that are maybe not too familiar with what this is all about. Alguna persona que están ahí que todavía no conoce muy bien qué es lo que esto es. But we noticed, Nathan, also that you mentioned about the tribulation. Tú no hablaste nosotros de la, de la tribulación. But here, Nathan, we also noticed that Peter offers hope for individuals. Nosotros estamos que también Pedro da esperanza eh, para las personas. So, Nathan, uh, I believe God's plan is for people not to have to go uh, through the terrible period of the tribulation. Es para que la gente no tenga que pasar por ese periodo terrible que se llama uh, la tribulación. Would you agree? ¿Está de acuerdo? Oh, I would agree because the Bible says so. That believers in Christ will not have to face the wrath of the tribulation. Amen. Sí, porque la, la Biblia no lo dice que todo cristiano no va, no va a pasar por la ira de, de Jesucristo. First Thessalonians 1.10 promises Jesus who rescues us from the coming wrath. Primera Tesalonicenses 1.10 no habla de Jesucristo que nos va a rescatar de la ira que viene. First Thessalonians 5.9 says God did not appoint us to suffer wrath. But to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Y primero Tesalonicenses 5:19 nos dice que Jesucristo no nos ha apuntado a nosotros para la ira, pero para la salvación en Jesucristo. First Thessalonians 4 and 1 Corinthians 15 explain that the church will be raptured or taken out, caught up from this earth to meet Jesus in the clouds and live in heaven while the tribulation is going on this earth. Amen. Primera Tesalonicenses 4 y Primera Corintios 15 nos dice que Jesucristo va a venir y va a arrebatar su iglesia antes de la tribulación y vamos a estar con él en el cielo para siempre. While the tribulation is raging on this earth for seven years, believers in Christ will be up in heaven in our new glorified bodies. Mm, a lo que la tribulación está aquí en este mundo, nosotros los creyentes vamos a estar en el cielo con el Señor en nuestros nuevos cuerpos glorificados. Jesus will throw a great celebration party called the Marriage Supper of the Lamb. Y Jesucristo va a tirar una linda fiesta para nosotros, la fiesta de la boda uh, del Cordero. And also, he will give out rewards for the works we've done while we've been on this earth. Amen. Y también va a dar recompensas por las obras que hemos hecho aquí en este mundo. And third, Jesus will prepare to return at the end of the tribulation at the second coming and we will be the armies following him. Amen. Y tercero, Jesucristo se va a preparar para venir una vez más a terminar de la tribulación y nosotros vamos a ser el ejército que vamos a venir con él. 
El rapto es la bendición de Dios que nosotros no vamos a pasar por la ira que es de venir. Nathan, that is such a word, a wonderful words of encouragement. Qué linda palabra de ánimo para eso que están sintonizado. And we're going to go, go ahead and open up the lines briefly. Vamos a abrir la línea brevemente. If you have a question or a comment, we would love for you to call us in or text us. Si tienen una pregunta o un comentario, no pueden llamar o no pueden mandar un texto a nosotros. The phone number locally is 305-992-9537. El teléfono es 305-992-9537. Llámenos, no pueden mandar un texto, no pueden interrumpir. Me encantaría oír uh, de ustedes. And, and Nathan, we notice here in 2 Peter chapter 3, Uh, there in verse 9, another wonderful word of encouragement. Would you be able to read for us that? And then we can share a little bit about it. Le digo a Nathan que ahí en segunda de Pedro 3, versículo 9, notamos otra palabra de ánimo. Le estoy pidiendo ahí si la puede leer y después vamos a compartir un poquito. Verse 9 reads, The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he's patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. No dice, el Señor no es tardado su promesa, según algunos tienen por tardanza, sino que es paciente para con nosotros, no queriendo que ninguno perezca, sino que todos procedan al arrepentimiento. What a wonderful passage. Nathan, can you share, expand for us a little bit more on that wonderful passage? Puede compartir un poquito más en ese versículo. We can look on the world today and just see how bad it is getting. Podemos mirar el mundo y ver lo, lo mal que las cosas se están poniendo. Injustice. Persecution, suffering is everywhere. Injusticia, persecución por todos los lados. And we wonder, why God, why aren't you dealing with all this? Y digamos, ¿por qué Dios, por qué no está lidiando con todo esto? The day of the Lord is God's promise when he will deal with sin. El día del Señor es cuando Dios va a lidiar con el pecado. So in the meantime, the Lord, who is amazingly patient, has promised us that he is going to take his time so that anyone... Who wants to accept him as Savior has the opportunity. Mm, pero Dios está tomando su tiempo para dejar la puerta abierta que todos que quieran recibirlo ahí tengan la oportunidad para hacerlo. God doesn't want anyone to go to hell. He wants everyone to come to repentance, as verse 9 says. Dios no quiere que nadie vaya para el infierno, pero quiere que todos se arrepientan, como nos dice el versículo 9. We are all born with sin, and so we are all under the judgment of hell. Todos nacimos con pecado, así que estamos todos con el juicio del infierno. But Jesus Christ paid that debt by dying on the cross for our sins. Pero Jesucristo pagó esa pena por morir en, en la cruz por nosotros. And when we come to Jesus, repenting of our sins, asking for forgiveness for our rebellion, and accept him in faith, Jesus' forgiveness falls on us. Mm. Y cuando nosotros venimos al Señor pidiéndole que nos perdone nuestro pecado por fe, eso, es, es, esa justicia de Jesucristo y esa salvación viene a nosotros. So God is patient, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to become to repentance and salvation. Y Dios es paciente, no quiere que nadie se pierda, pero que todos vengan a la salvación porque él es paciente. Excellent, Nathan. Muchas gracias, uh, Nathan. Eh, y para eso que están sintonizados, esta es la esperanza que nosotros tenemos en Jesucristo. This is the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. And Nathan, today, that's one of the things, right, that, you feel, that, that people need is hope, right? Esa es la cosa que la gente necesita Amen. en esa esperanza. Hope is what Jesus promises. Hope, love, and an eternal future of joy with him. Nosotros notamos que eso es lo que Jesucristo nos promete a nosotros, que es la, la esperanza y el gozo de estar con él para siempre. 
we just need to accept Jesus as the Son of God and ask for forgiveness of our sins, and he promises we will be saved. Amen. Nosotros tenemos simplemente que confiar en él, tomarlo ahí como nuestro Salvador por fe, confesar nuestro pecado, y él nos da vida eterna. We'll be saved from our sins, we'll be saved from the day of the Lord, and we'll be saved from eternal judgment in hell. Amen. Vamos a ser salvo del pecado, del infierno eterno, y también del juicio que es de venir. So, Nate, so Nathan, that's, that's good news. <laughs> Yo le digo que eso es buena noticia, right? <laughs> yes, amen. And Nathan, I know, I know our time goes fast. We're going to keep the lines open. Vamos a mantener las líneas abiertas. Our local phone number here, teléfono local, is 305-992-9537, 305-992-9537. Feel free to call us or text us in with any questions that you might have. Llámenos o manda un texto a cualquiera pregunta que ustedes tienen. And of course, Nathan, time does go fast, but we still have a few minutes left to the program. El tiempo se va rápido. Tenemos unos minuticos más en el programa. But Nathan, also part of the Christian uh, life should be one that glorifies the Lord if we know that he is coming soon, right? Digamos que la vida del cristiano tiene que ser una que glorifique a Dios si nosotros notamos que él viene pronto. And you made a good uh, point there uh, when you read verse 14, Nathan. Can you read that verse for us once again? No puede leer versículo 14 una vez más. Verse 14 reads, So then, dear friends, since you're looking forward to this, make every effort to be found spotless, blameless, and at peace with him. Mm, por lo cual, oh amados, estando espera de estas cosas, procura con diligencia ser hallados por él sin manchas, irreprensible uh, y en paz. And Nathan, uh, also just in the next few minutes, would you be able to uh, share, uh, expand for that a little bit there for maybe our listeners? ¿No puede compartir un poco ahí para eso que están sintonizado? Certainly. The question is, what kind of people you ought to be? How do you expect to be when the Lord comes back? ¿Qué clase de gente debemos de ser y cómo debemos de ser antes que el Señor regrese? Well, you'll be finding you in your sin, gambling, drinking, lying, stealing, adultery. No va a encontrar nuestro pecado eh, botando nuestro dinero en, en, en embriagas y también en orgías. Or we find you living a life that's worthy of the salvation Jesus died for you. Mm. O viviendo una vida que vale el precio que Jesucristo pagó por nosotros. So as verse 14 says, live a holy and blameless life and share the gospel of Jesus Christ with people. Mm, versículo 14 nos dice que debemos vivir una vida santa y pura y compartir el evangelio con las personas alrededor de nosotros. Awesome, awesome. Muchas gracias, Nathan. And of course, that is the word of encouragement because as believers, we we, we have a responsibility while we're here to be a, a witness and also to live life that rightly represents the Lord. Right, Pastor Nathan? Digamos que nosotros Amen. como cristianos todavía tenemos una responsabilidad de vivir aquí una vida santa. And Nathan, I think you would agree with that. I would agree. Uh, before Jesus left in his first coming, Acts 1.8, He gave the Christians a mission to go out and share the gospel with people. Share that blessed hope that Jesus has given us. Si sí, él no dijo en Hechos 1.8, cuando Jesucristo nos mandó a los discípulos, que tenemos que salir a compartir esa esperanza para esos que están en este mundo. Excellent, excellent. Muchas gracias. And Nathan, of course, we know that there's someone maybe tuned in out there who's listening to this program, and maybe they are a little bit scared because of the day of the Lord and some of the things that we share. But we also want to encourage them, right, Nathan, that if they have a personal relationship with Jesus, if they turn to him, 
that the Lord will grant them eternal life. And we want to be able to share with that person, Nathan, how they might be able to begin that relationship with the Lord. If you don't mind, digamos que alguna persona tal vez está sintonizada, tal vez tiene un poquito de temor, hablando del día del Señor, y no tiene una relación personal con Jesucristo. Y Nathan va a compartir un poco de cómo uno puede comenzar esa, esa, esa relación. If you believe in Jesus Christ as your Savior, si ustedes confían que Jesucristo como su Salvador, Then pray in your heart, dear Jesus, please forgive me of my sins. Lloren en su Lloren en su corazón, Jesucristo, perdóname de mi pecado y sea mi salvador. And Jesus will forgive you, he'll get rid of your guilt, he'll cleanse you and give you a hope in the future. Y Jesucristo lo perdonará y limpiará su corazón y le dará a usted una esperanza para el futuro. There's why wait for the tribulation to come? Be saved before that time comes because it can come Just like, like any moment. Mm. Eh, ¿Por qué esperar que venga la tribulación? Sea salvo ahora porque puede venir en cualquier minuto. Nathan, thank you so much. Muchas gracias, Nathan. Of course, for those of you that are tuned in, really, it's all a step of faith by simply calling on the name of the Lord. God has a wonderful plan for you. He loves you, and he doesn't want any to perish. Nosotros notamos que todo comienza con fe. Dios lo ama, tiene un plan especial para ustedes, y todo comienza con una relación personal eh, con Jesucristo. And, oh, man, Nathan, every time I turn around, I just feel so bad because I'm like, where is the time going? Cada vez que yo doy la vuelta, digo, para donde que se va el tiempo. Can you believe that our time is almost up? Puede creer que ya oh, nuestro tiempo. <laughs> But Nathan, it's always a joy and a pleasure to have you on the program. Thank you so much for joining us. Le digo a Nathan que es un placer tenerlo en el programa. Gracias por ser parte del programa. The pleasure is all mine. Thank you, Pastor Vic, and thank you to all who's listening. Bueno, dice muchas gracias. And of course, for those of you that are tuning in, these programs will repeat today in the evening, 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock in the evening, and also in the morning. If you missed the program, we'd love for you to tell your friends and your family, and stay tuned. Digamos que estos programas se van a repetir hoy en la tarde, a las 6, a las 8 de la noche, y también a las 6, a las 8 de la mañana. Si se perdieron un programa, pueden sintonizarse a esos programas que se perdieron. So thank you for joining us today. Gracias por sintonizarse con nosotros. Nathan, thank you once again. May the Lord bless you. Thank you. Blessings to you too, Pastor Vic. Thank you. Y para eso de ustedes que quieran comunicarse con nosotros, llámenos 305-992-9537. Si podemos orar por ustedes, nos dejan saber. Igualmente se pueden comunicar aquí en tway.org, siempre yendo a la página de contacto o vicbatista.org en la página de contactos y nos dejan saber cómo le podemos servir. Así que Dios me lo bendiga. Muchas gracias por ser parte del programa y hasta la semana que viene.